From daytime class to girls' night sass, the ladies of New York have all the panache. Martinis at the Regency are divine, but a housewife's real goal is to social climb. Hello. Hi. Hi. That's weird. It went back to the old recording screen. Really? Yeah. Sounds good still, but it had had a different screen before. What had happened was... Somebody had made a mistake. (laughs) Down in Lincoln Park. (laughs) Hi, you kids. Hi, okay. Oh, my God. When my sister was here, we were watching all of those. And, like, the kid that's like, apparently, I've never been on live television before. So, I... Nathan and I talk about it all the time because, like, we watch those, too. Those... We love, um, have you seen Hometown Ashley and her Hype Mom Cindy? I don't know. You need to look it up. It's hysterical. We found a new one with middle school girls, like, singing a rap about cheating on this other girl's boyfriend, and it's hysterical. Um, but we think we should reenact them for the youths. Yeah. And wigs and nonsense. Because the youths don't know about it, so yeah. they just think you're being funny. Exactly. That's what we, <laughs> so we that's steal what other people's fame. It's what Americans have been doing for years. Exactly. Colonialism. <laughs> that is, is absolutely what it is. Where you know what Thanksgiving's really inspired me to <laughs> steal Colonize other everything. people. And yes, absolutely. And I will say, I, I mean, I'm going to put a link to the originals too. Yeah. I, I give just, credit. Right. Right. This is my version of SNL. Uh, yes oh it's my god it's character work it's character work it's character it's, development truly truly is but like i was literally crying watching them like they're, they're so, so funny, funny so fucking funny well i think it was in a time where um i think we should keep this all in this is a conversation people need to hear um hi guys welcome to house fives heretics this is a show where we talk about things that don't matter Anyways, I'm Josh, and this is... Kalindi. Okay, so I think what it was, is it was a time where being on camera wasn't something that happened all the time. Yeah. And you had to earn a moment, but those people were so... Everything now is so thought out, Mm -hmm. and everything is for the intention of perhaps going viral. Those people were just being fucking real ass themselves, and that's what's fucking funny. Amazing. Like, seriously. It's authentic. Hysterical. It's like, like the corn wives. kid. He's the newest, latest. Yes. It's corn. It's corn. But that was real. Like, so like things that deserve to go viral. It's not like making up a, a TikTok dance and doing it 85 times. Yes. You know what I mean? Like practicing. Yes. Yeah. That's the new form of like performance art. But it's, it's definitely not, you know, it's not as much star power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, these people the, definitely had real, real uh, star power. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, ain't nobody on. got time for that. Go and get a cold pop. Oh, God. So good. But if anybody hasn't seen Hometown Ashley and my hype mom, Cindy, I think it's a, I think it's a deep cut. I think it's a deep cut, y'all. Uh, you have to go watch it. It is hysterical. He died, I survived. It's about this girl who she goes... <laughs> Yes, Ellie King, if that is your real fucking name. And she's just got these blunt cut veins. And behind her is her mom. She clearly lives in like a trailer park in Alabama. Not, she just reminds me of a lot of people I grew up with. 
Yeah. So like it's relatable. And, and her mom and her mom's in the back. And she's like, she's like Ellie King as a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> and he, she yeah, and she was like, and that's my baby, Frederick Jr. He's kicking the shit out of me right now. <laughs> and then she was, and then her, her mom's in the background, Cindy, and she's going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. why don't you go up a tree and uh, uh uh fall off the other side? And Ashley's like, and that's my mom's Cindy, and she does wear a brawl. And then Cindy <laughs> she does wear a and she lifts her shirt and shows her tits that are literally around her belly button in the worst brawl ever. And she goes, Yeah. <laughs> she just, oh my God. I mean, you just gotta see it. And that is just a little piece of the magic that's going on. And then come to find out, this girl named this girl wasn't even named Ashley. She lied about everything. Oh she wasn't God. pregnant with Rabbit Jr. It was a whole lie, and Ellie King was the one telling the truth. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I, I know. Wow. wow, 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 wow. I was gonna start off with a tribute to Irene Cara. Um, but uh, sorry, Irene Gara, uh, we we're gonna miss you. What a feeling! Um, her and what Christine... a feeling! All these YouTube videos, are right? There. And Christine Mc McVie, is that who the mm -hmm. Fleetwood Mac lost her too? I love so her sad. too. Both... My little songbird. Christine McVie I, was in her middle seventies, but Irene late Carr 70s. Yeah. was it like seventy nine? Because mm -hmm. I think Irene Carr was only sixty nine though. That's I too mean... young. Well, yeah, I feel like we live in a time, I mean, my grandma lived for a long time. Like, I feel like we live in a time where I expect people to live to their 90s. Me like, too. I and expect, even then, I'm well, like, I expect that of myself. I'm like, yeah. I've got a good 63 years left. That's a long time. We do. We do. Oh, you can't kill this crazy. <laughs> that's this, true. That's what keeps me alive. I don't even have blood anymore. It's just vodka and crazy. I'm into that. I'm into that. Oh, and happy birthday to Miss Britney Spears. Happy birthday, baby. God bless America and God bless Britney Spears. She loves Skittles. And, Mountain and, Dew. And I want to say something to everybody who's going, this is why she was under a conservatorship. No, her behavior right now is a product of that conservatorship. I'm tired of and people lithium. thinking- yeah, I'm, exactly. She she literally has not been reintegrated into society and doesn't know how to be. Honestly, she deserves a court-ordered team if she could have one, but now she's traumatized from people who can't trust them to help her reintegrate into society because she's been so damaged. I'm really tired of people thinking that like once somebody goes through a traumatic event, they're supposed to be normal right afterwards. Yeah, and- Like you're just supposed to have no reaction to people it. People that grew up in the- in the limelight aren't normal. They didn't have a normal life. Look at Kyle Richards. They did not go to school. Betty, get her. <laughs> yeah, Betty, get her on a look, look, I mean, but honestly, look at Kathy. Like they are, look at Kim. They're exactly. all weird. They don't know how to act because they none of them went to school. Like JoJo, even the Dance Moms girl. Oh, they did not go to school. They the, do not. Yeah, I mean, Maddie too. I mean, when you see yeah. those, when you see those girls, out, uh, the only one that I feel like has a really was Nia, who we was the one Nia. But Nia, Nia seems like she's a really well-adjusted, probably from Holly. Holly. Holly was yeah. Holly was such a normal, adjusted parent. And she was like a principal. You know, she... Right. I well, feel she like... wasn't too crazy on that show. Like, she just fought for what yeah. she deserved. 
but you don't if you don't go to school you don't do normal things you never have people that you actually like get in tiffs with and problem solve everyone's a yes man around you and that's all you've ever experienced you've never experienced like having to ask for something or having to do chores for something you just get everything handed to you you grow up way too fast everyone treats you like an adult even though you're 10 years old and then you're 40 years old still with that mindset and you don't know what you're doing I, I think like the perfect example of somebody who like it was done correctly for Ron is Howard. Like, Ron Howard. Yes. But I was like, Nicole Richie has one of those great personalities Yes, where she clearly, what, what happened to Nicole Richie is I think she just hung out with adults a lot, but she was clearly, I have to say her mom, I, I don't remember her mom's name, but her mom and Lionel Richie, um, Clearly did a very, or her nanny, somebody did a very good job on teaching her normal social skills because she can well, work she went to school. Yes, she did. And, and is, I think that Nicole she Richie would, wasn't a child star. Yes, she was you're in right. Paris, you know, and she would go. But I think Paris final. is weird and Paris wasn't really a child star either. But yeah, but has, it was different. Yeah, like I know, I know. He was just such a huge star when she was little. Oh, it, for it, sure. You know, it yeah. just, I feel like she's it still not a normal it. person. I find her to be incredibly Lionel grounding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I live and die for her. I think she is everything. Um, she's the love of my life. Brenda, Lionel, shout out to you. Brenda. Write a parenting book, please. Love that. Um, but yeah, it's, I feel like when you're actually in the limelight, like you can't be normal. Yeah. And, when especially when you have all of these people you have all the yes men and your parents like hyping you up and then you have all of these like executives telling you that you need to lose weight and that you need to be this and this. Oh, yeah. so you never know who you are and then that's why they, every single child star goes through like this identity crisis when they think they're sexy like miley hillary i'm sexy now i'm sexy now <laughs> hey y'all i'm sexy now Yes. And I think like my, I, I do think Miley's crazy, but I think she's come out the other side. But and I she think stopped. But I think also like Lindsay, you have to give these these kids, first of all, don't have the period where they're kids. So yeah. they take it when they are, have a ton of money in their 20s so they can control of themselves. And I think people don't remember that like normal people go through like 10 years of pretty bad behavior. It's just not on camera. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and so like they're just being normal and developing just in front of our eyes. Yeah, in front of our eyes and with a, a ton later of scrutiny. Yeah. And people that win the lottery, they blow through money. How could you and you grew up normal and learned to manage money and had all of these normal skills? Right. How would you expect someone that never experienced that to be able to be what you conceive as normal? That's well, ridiculous. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> that is the public service announcement for Britney Spears' 41st birthday, folks. Okie dokie. Well, let's get ready for some hard hitting news. Cynthia Bailey more. and Mike Hill reach an agreement to settle their divorce already. She filed for divorce in October, and the hearing is scheduled for January 5th to finalize the divorce. They never shared any bank accounts, investments account, or property. So easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Bye, girl. I mean, I am a living, laughing, loving for all of the that and Giselle and their divorce. People are handling divorces like normal people and not taking 35,000 years for it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't need a Bethany Frankel seven-year divorce. It's exhausting for everyone. Oh, my goodness. We can't And that, it. even like Kim Kardashian was really oh. pretty quick. 
you know, it was quick for all that that's there and that it's with Kanye. You know how long it probably just took him to sign the papers. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I just, I don't understand that. I would be afraid to get divorced if it took that long because I can't even imagine that amount of money. People make it take that long because it like Bethany was, you know, I would like to have known, I know that that they really painted Jason Hoffy out to be crazy. And I'm not saying that he wasn't crazy, but we have to act like, I'm pretty sure that Bethany probably tried to take every single thing that she had. Right. And I just, you know, I, I'm with a little bit of a Sharice on this. Like, that's why you think about when you get married. Like if you're, she, he helped her with that business. I don't think he should have gotten half. And I don't think he should have had holding stakes, but I do think like, you don't just deserve to take everything from him because you don't like him now. Yes. You know what I mean? And you, especially as a businesswoman, you signed a contract, you made an agreement and it just hurts me for Bren because I feel like, you know, you should think about, especially somebody like Bethany who has so much childhood trauma. Think about, you know, is it worth just giving him $50 $50 million for so that kids. we can amicably work together and raise this kid so and she has a normal child. You can both be at... Right. It's just know, shocking to me that somebody who clearly every bit of her life is dominated by what happened to her as a kid and she can't shake any of it and she couldn't think outside of herself in that moment. It's just shocking. Yeah. And I know it takes two to tango for it sure. It does. And but... I'm sure he was incredibly difficult and, and incredibly scary. angry and yeah. scary. Yes. But you do have to think about everything. She had everything. enough money to fix it. Yes. And I don't think that it was one of those Matt Keogh situations where he had a brain injury and completely changed overnight. Some of that was already there. Right. You know, he right. was a cold-hearted businessman. He was already really hard on her. He was very conservative. He, yes. That was a big hit to his pride and ego. Men like that don't do well with successful wives. No. So and you no- shouldn't have been with him. And and she definitely should have entered and shouldn't have intertangled him in the in the business and, mm-hmm. and brought him on the show and got a <laughs> spinoff where he was yes. a star. Yeah, absolutely. That, that helped her stay relevant. And yep. obviously, when you stay relevant, your business is always going to do better. It's not like she completely left the limelight and just had a thriving business. Like you always say with the Kardashians, that's why they have to stay on TV forever because yes. none of their businesses are going to thrive unless they're on every single billboard brochure. Instagram ad, everything. So, yeah. No, it's, yep, 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 yep. Oh, and also Shane Keogh got married this week. Um, They were all there. Everybody looked beautiful. I mean, I have to say, Colton is very handsome. Shane is incredibly hot and wore a great tuxedo. His wife is beautiful. Cara officiated it. She looked gorgeous in a green dress. Um, Gina looks exactly the same as she did 20 years ago, and it's shocking. Good for her. I hope that they um, have learned to be better people. Well, they haven't. So uh, (laughs) congratulations. And how about you have some more demon spawn? So, um, but they are beautiful people. And I appreciate that. So let's get ready for some real time revelations. Well, this week we did get the Miami um, taglines. Looks like we have the the same cast. Um, I didn't, I haven't. Did they? I didn't see like a preview. Did you see a little preview? No, just the, the taglines. I think um, they did show a preview at BravoCon. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm I'm a little confused why Marisol. She must be she, she must not want her husband on the show. Smart. That must, that must be it. Yeah, smart. smart. 
But I'm also very confused that Adriana doesn't have one. She must not want one either. Because no, they, she definitely wants one. I, it's confusing to me because she was a huge part of last season. I think that she wants one, but she is she brings a lot as a friend, but uh-huh. she doesn't have anything in her personal life. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Just walk around her house with her? That's true. Herself? That's so. true. This is going to be the season of Lisa Hochstein. So. Um, and I'm here for it. I loved her tagline. Can you believe that? I mean, actually, I'm Lenny is such a piece of shit. I mean, we knew that. I knew that from the beginning. He was so mean. I knew even last season. When He's he been mean the whole time. He wanted another baby. So I'm not surprised at all. I'm surprised it lasted this long. And he is in everyone's face with his mistress. And she had to take their kids trick-or-treating in an Uber when he threw a huge Halloween party that cost, like, tens of thousands of dollars. Like, well, and you know what was weird? There's all these weird things. She, um, well, first of all, it was weird to me. They really haven't been together that long. They got together like right when that show before the started. show, yeah. And the shocking part is, is when we saw the relationship before, it wasn't good. No, like I was confused that why they got married because, but um, he is such in the prenup. It said that no matter who breaks it off, that she had to leave the house within thirty days. What? No matter what happens. If they break up, she had to leave the house in 30 days. And so he just has been controlling her with money this entire time. I She has a lot of investments in her clothes that I hope that weren't um, in that prenup because they could have been. I get so confused with women like her in the sense that, like, if somebody made you sign a prenup that clearly was saying, like... I'm gonna fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you over later. Yeah. How you weren't fucking just taking cash constantly. You know what I mean? Like yep. because you're going out to these dinners, all you'd have to this is what I would do. Girls, if you're gonna get in a relationship and the money and you're weird and they make you sign a prenup like this, you're like, oh God, going out, I had to pay for dinner again. Then you go to the ATM at the restaurant and you get fucking whatever that dinner costs, no matter who bought dinner that night. Because all your friends are always buying dinner. And, and those are expensive dinners. Store, Every time, any any grocery cash back? store, yes, absolutely. The gas station, I don't care where the hell you go, get cash back. You do what Kathy Griffin's husband did and take out a hundred dollars extra a day. Yep. Because nobody's Smart gonna man. know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, guys, that's thirty six grand a year just in the hundreds, not even going into the thousands. Yeah. And they had so much money, probably could have went into a thousand dollars a day. That's mm-hmm. just a lot of money you can have in a secondary. Well, actually, I just keep it in cash in a drawer. Don't even put it in an account because that'll be brought up in court. No, I would I would give it to one of my like if you had one close oh. friend or your mom, I would have them keep it somewhere because you wouldn't right. want it in the house because what if you found it? Mm-hmm. So you have right. to give it. I mean, friends are sketchy because friends come and go, but I would do like my sister or mm-hmm. I mean, I would trust you, but right. you know what I mean. Like no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was just trying to think of other ways to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, money orders. Yeah, uh, just, you know, just trying to really work that out. Or um, even like uh, say that you need to hire someone in your family as an assistant yes. or something and pay them a salary. That's what it is. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And they keep all of the money for you. Um, yeah. I mean, that's really sad that you have to scheme. If you're marrying, honestly, if you're marrying a man that you have to scheme like that, don't marry them. Well, unless the intention is like, you know, that's, you know, he had an intention going into this marriage, marriage clearly. And so if you have one that you're going to like scam him too, he clearly just likes busty young girls. Mm-hmm. He's going to treat, he's never going to be married again, or he's not going to be married long. He will, he will David Foster everybody in trade, 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 right. trade. Yeah. There it's are just men so that are just like that. 
Yeah, it is, it is sad for those kids. And but... she literally said she can't buy diapers. Well, that's dramatic. She gets paid for this show. She could. Well, she... I know, yes. but a lot of women give their all their their husband all the control of the money. So if you put stuff in a joint bank account and it gets frozen, you don't have money. No, I know, I know. I I, I think that she's being a little dramatic for the show. I mean, um, no, she filed a court order. I know, I know. I don't think she has the cash, but I, you know, she probably is also walking around with a forty thousand dollar Birkin. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you know what I mean? Like, she could how feed fast her kids. You sell Birkin. <laughs> really fast. You just call Kyle Richards. It's <laughs> true. She Kyle would be on a plane. has a shopping addiction. <laughs> like, she intense. would be on a plane. She would yes. be there. She'd be sending <laughs> Betty. Betty be at your door before you've been hung up the call. Kyle, who is Betty? We know. We know that you're your own. I don't even have a Kyle Richards in a short, curly brown wig. Right. Maybe Betty's Jamie Lee Curtis now. Jamie Lee Curtis shows up and just buys her. She's like, I'm here for the purse. Cold. <laughs> uh, That's okay. what I use my Birkin for. Get uh, as you should. Let's go into. I think in with Potomac. Let's go to Salt Lake City. Um, I, you know, the show's baffling to me. Um, if you ever pour a drink on me, anyone, you are okay. not my friend. But I have to tell you, genius. Jen Shaw is a, this is when I knew she is a con man. She, I mean, she, she did it out of she anger. She literally pulled ahead. She literally, I mean, she's a con man. She's a comedian. She poured something on somebody's head. When, when it fell flat, nobody had her back. She will drench herself. She's like, look, I went. What are you going to do? What are you going to be mad about? I mean, it was bizarre. Uh, I would have pushed the bitch out the window. Also, ever. Mm -hmm. oh gosh, I it's out of your head. Oh, uh, it was, it's such a weird thing. And to just sit there, I mean, I can't, I mean, I had to pause it and just look at her face in that confessional when she's in that weird hamburg French hamburger outfit. Um, and she's just sitting in there in that little hat. I can't take her seriously. I just like housewives have gotten to Jen Shaw looking like this in this small flat black lacquered straw hat crying about going to prison <laughs> like, it's bizarre to watch it's so weird and meredith's off her rocker i i just, what is she on i she's on drugs the way that she's laughing sideways she's just truly lost it like do you she's think she's crazy. on an antidepressant or something after her father yeah i think i think all this happened during the first bathtub incident when she was side smiling and drinking champagne for four hours in a bathtub i think that's a sign that you're on drugs well that's botox that <laughs> <laughs> paralyzed or lipid like that's like brandy glanville like sometimes they hit oh, a nerve that's true that's true yeah there's something there's something strange going there and we're not talking about it I, I don't know if these new girls are necessarily enough to keep this franchise going once once uh, Jen Shaw leaves. Because you need more women anyways. You can't just run the show with five. They need seven, probably. And I don't um, think I want to see the Angies or Dana. I'm not sure yet. I don't really care to see any of them, so I don't care what happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready for it to go by the wayside. Yes. Uh, I think we'll be... If Mary would come back, I think they'd bring Mary back. They should. Mary brought a Mary a, shouldn't though a level. No, she'll go to jail. But she brought a level of intrigue that I yeah really... I loved Mary. I thought she was a great addition. Mary to you know. Yeah, I oh I, I you know I always uh, 
stood behind my girl, but not you know, I don't think I but we stood behind her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not those wigs. Yeah. Um, okay, and then on to Potomac. So last time I hadn't seen uh, the Wendy of it all. Um, After I know, I, I rewatched. I feel I I feel they're both very wrong in this. Mm-hmm. I think Mia is more her, wrong. Yeah. Well, yes, kind of. Kind no, of. definitely. So here, well, I get. I think Mia's wrong because she started it. What Mia did was she got a producer in an ear. She tried to have a housewives moment, but you can't do that unless you're an evil genius like Tamara Barney. Like you have to be really smart to be able to stir the pot delicately enough that it, like you see that your shit's stirring, but she didn't let Wendy really like uh, Wendy was right. You know who else was the biggest shit stir? Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. But I was watching, you know, the prime seasons of New York, um, seasons nine and ten. Dorinda, Carol. Carol was a huge shit stir too. Yeah, she's yeah. the biggest shit stir. She was a big producer. Carol yeah, she's produced the biggest a lot. one because every time that they were like, I've heard you said this, this, and this. They're like, who said that? And they're like, Carol. I'm like, what? Uh huh. And never got in wow. trouble for it. That's never. what Tamara used to do. Yeah, Tamara used to brilliant. drop the bond. It, you just, but you have to be really smart to do that. And unfortunately, I mean, I just don't find and not I, reactive. You have right. to know when I, not to react. I don't think Mia's that smart, to be um, honest. Like you know, no. But. I will say, I thought, I thought that she, Mia was completely wrong, and Wendy was right. Like she doesn't need to call Peter when she yeah. fucking comes to this restaurant. Like that's fucking stupid. Now, I thought when the fight happened, though, Wendy should have let it go. Like she kept going and going and going when Mia wasn't doing anything and started to brush it off. Started to brush it off. And then I thought that Wendy provoked her a lot. Like, I, 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 you know, I, I, I thought they were both very wrong. A drink poured on me. I think I would be so mad and so embarrassed. Right, but she so... had so many opportunities to leave for me. I mean, they that's, both should have left. She left. just, but, but she just hard. kept when going. You, can you imagine though, like? If you're the one that was wronged and you're sitting there fucking wet and no one's defending you, everyone's egging right. you on and acting like you're the problem, that would be really hurtful. No. I... And that would make it crazier. You wind yourself up more when people are making you feel crazy when they're gaslighting you. And so <laughs> I feel like that you're sitting there and the producers, everyone tells you not to leave. You know, I know. what I mean? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're being I... basically held there against your will. You're pissed. No one's giving you the reaction you deserve. No one's consoling you. People are saying that you need to stop talking. Like, I can say whatever I want. She just tried to throw a purse at me, threw a drink at me. No. I can say whatever I want. Okay. I, I just felt like she just kept going. And they, I, I just felt like the fight went too long. Well, they should have taken one of them out of the situation. Yeah, well, they should have left, taken Mia out right when she wanted to go. Her nails were fucked. Like, yeah, she that's what I'm saying. But they but, keep bringing them back, and that's when, like, shit happens. Because you know how we get mad. Yes. There is no way that we would have dropped it like that and sat at a table when everyone's acting like and, we're wrong. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's my trigger. I mean, because that's who I used to be that person who would go around in a circle like that. Where, like, until I got what I wanted, I would, I would have done the windy. And so I've done, a lot, I've done a yeah. lot of work on that. So I was like, she should, like, I've been destructive like that, where like, maybe you didn't start the fight, but the fight could have been over if you would have let it go. You know what I mean? Like, I do think if 
had let it go, the fight would have stopped. Now, does she deserve to do that? No, she doesn't need to be the bigger person. She honestly, her reaction was warranted and she could have kept doing it. She wasn't the person that started this and she's just, she was just better at fighting. I mean, that, but I, mean, I that's think just the green-eyed bandits and the other girls yes, are I to do, blame I because do, they are I, the ones that could have just de-escalated. And the videotaping and them just yes. like, giving and the glares. If they would have come to Wendy and said, like, Mia, that was wrong, and been like, are you okay, girl? Then that could have de-escalated it, and everything right. could have maybe been okay. I think but, if Candace was there, it would have been better. Or it would have I, been a full-out fight. Maybe. I, I, But I actually think that Candace would have, like, maybe just been like, Wendy, we got to stop or something. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I, well, I just, I, I think that the Green Eyed Bandits were egging it on. And if you would have yeah. had somebody there to either, to like stop it, nobody tried to stop it. And call them out. Right. They, nobody tried to be a part of it. And I think that we needed voices other than Giselle and Robin. Yeah. And, and I do think that Mia lost her damn mind saying that Ashley and who else back to the house. Oh. Because they were going with Karen to check on Wendy. I thought it was crazy, but I got oh, it. Oh, Candace. I, you I got, got it? I got it. I, I mean, I, she was so mad. I, well, I thought she should have just told Karen that too. That was weird to me. But I understood being like, listen, if you want to be with Wendy, then you can just fuck off and go get your own place. I mean, like, I mean, she paid for the place. She paid no, for she it. No, she didn't. Well, that's the, the legendly. But I mean, it's crazy. But she yeah, was the one it's wrong. It's, like she started it. She, she shouldn't have apologized. She doesn't think she's wrong yet. You know what I mean? It's kind of like living in that place of anger. I I loved all of that though. I have to say, I think they were both wrong. I mean, I honestly do. I I think I think Mia's more wrong. I think that she's not very smart, and so everything that she does doesn't make sense. But I understood, like I did understand that she just felt betrayed and she kind of asked them not to, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, that, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't see, that's where I saw me too. And what, yeah, I, you know, if I, I, I sometimes am like, you got to fucking draw a line. You're with me or you're with her. And if you're with her, then you can fuck off and spend the day with her. Like, just go stay in that hotel. Yeah. I got it. Well, I would have happily gone to the hotel. But I also loved Ashley. I loved Ashley being like, I'm going to be sleeping where I want to be sleeping. I loved it all. I thought it was all, I thought it was primo housewives for me. I thought everybody's firing on a crazy cylinder. I like Sharice there. I, Do you? I, I think she's been useless so far. I think she's been useless. I just like to see her and her big tits. Um, now, I. this is one thing I don't like. I don't like how Mia treats her friend. Jacqueline. I don't like Jacqueline either. She annoys the shit out of me too. Well, it, but, get, it's get, it gets worse. But it, but it felt like Mia, oh, I, I'm completely caught up. It felt like Mia brought her on to embarrass her. Oh, she did. And that's not okay. Like, that's mean. But that's oh. Mia. You think Mia's just mean? Mm. Yeah. I think she, I, I think say. that she grew up. Really yeah. I agree. I think that that's the only way she kind of survived was taking other people down instead of, you know, yes. being lifted up and lifting right. up other people. Well, I think that's how she thinks she operates. She's got a large foot and a large woman. <laughs> and so she was rolling playground. I get that. Like mm -hmm. she, she's tough. 
And so here's the other thing that put me on. I, I'm one of those people, like her trigger is clearly her, her, her complexion and what happened to her. I mean, we have to remember she was burned. It wasn't oh, acne, yeah. she was burned. And so I think for me, what happened with Mia was she heard nothing beyond crater face and there's no coming back. You know what I mean? Like that is her ultimate trigger. And I think that like, that she was in the point where she was gonna big Mia smash her. Like, and she was like, I just can't be around her today. But I don't, you know, you're kind of right. It's kind of one of those crazy things where like, if they just want to go see Wendy, I don't see why they can't. And Yeah, and she's the one that is alone. And then Candace crying. Yeah. Candace is an actress. No, but I do think (laughs) that Candace is really deep in therapy and really Uh trying to work on her shit and that did. Oh, no, I agree. No, I didn't think she was faking it. I was just saying she's so dramatic as a person and I love it. Like it's perfection. Like the crying I thought was real and genuine. It's just funny to me. Like she didn't even see it. Yeah, She's I'm like that. Though. I'm down. so emotional. I'll cry over anything. And that's why I love you. I like, love when I'll people cry are, right now. I love when people are just <laughs> crying about nonsense. It's one of my favorite attributes. I mean, I'll sit, I sit and watch, listen, I'll go downstairs and watch a Pelly, Kelly Pickler video just to cry because mm-hmm. I want to watch somebody else cry. I love watching people cry. It's one of my things. <laughs> it's a kink. Yeah, I think I just love seeing such true deep heartbreak, especially <laughs> if it's over like Wendy getting yelled at or Wendy not being a part of something. Like I just love how that affected her so much. It's funny to me. And I respect her feelings. <laughs> I respect her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. I do I am ready for um maybe Salt Lake City to be over and something new to happen. I mean, we, we Jersey's got to be coming next. I'm sure that's in January or February. I think they said February. <sighs> yeah, it's usually February. And then OC's got to be done filming, right? Or has Tamara filmed 595 days and showed us every outfit? Um, Probably that. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I don't know. And I think the DeBros are... I, I, I think Heather might have quit mid-season. That's what I'm wondering. I think that that's the... The issue with OC is because there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes. Yeah, because I think they moved to LA. I yeah. think she quit mid-season. Because I think Tamara came on there and probably stabbed her in the back. Oh, that's what she does. That's who she is. Yeah, we haven't seen pictures of her, so I'm, I love when a housewife quits mid-season, though. That's, that's some real drama and flair. That's primo. Primo. What a way to go out. What a way to go out. Well, let's get ready. Let's sit back, relax, and get ready to go back to March 3rd, 2009. What were we listening to? We're listening to Right Round by Flo Rida, Dead and Gone by Tip Harris, featuring Justin Timberlake, uh, Crack a Bottle. I don't think by... I've ever heard that song. Or Crack a Bottle. Dead and Gone. Um, and Heartless by mm. Ye. Um, someone Please Commit Him. Did anybody cry in the Dead and Gone video? Because if I didn't, I probably don't remember it. (laughs) I will film myself crying to Dead and Gone. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's the only way I really, it's it's my access point. Okay, perfect. I'll work on that tonight. Oh, Just Dance by Cole, with with Colby O'Donis. Where is Colby O'Donis? I love Colby O'Donis. I'm going to be staring at the window, out the window crying. Crying. Yeah. Dead and Gone. Mm -hmm. Is it? 
dead and gone. Is it kind of like that? Yeah. Okay, I have heard that song. Yeah. The melody just came into my head. I'm going to yeah. listen to that on the way to lunch today. Um, I'm obsessed. Uh, and then in the box off, office, Medea goes to jail. A brownie for my brownie. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I loved her crazy ass jailmate. A brownie for my brownie. Um, and then on TV, we were watching RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Come ago. Must have been the first season. Oh my god! I think that was the first season, and then that's when the Vaseline was all over the lens. Oh, love that. So good. Love that for us. And what were in the headlines? Alleged fraudulent financer Bernie Madoff is giving up rights to his business along with the company's artwork and entertainment tickets after a court-appointed trustee asked a federal judge to let him take over the assets to benefit to benefit its customers. New York Post. All I can think of is Andy Cohen asking this question. Have you talked to Ruth Madoff? No, no, I haven't talked to Ruth. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, no, I haven't talked to Ruth. Oh, um, my yeah. God. Have you talked to Ruth Madoff? Um, and then in fashions, we were wearing velvet tracksuits, still are. And in the celeb gossip, on February 26, 2009, New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady married Brazilian model Giselle. But how we go right round, baby, right round. Right round, because now they're church. divorced. All divorced, all divorced, all quiet. All I was shocked to see that she had more money than him. Why? I mean, I guess that I mean, they both it wasn't because he was a football player, but he's like because the he won so yeah. many Super Bowls. I would have thought he would have had more than four hundred thousand million dollars. Yeah, that's true. People love him. I hate and, him, but and because and because of you forget like. People like Giselle have all these silent businesses that you don't yes. really even remember. Um, but like you just, have a go. I mean, he made her quit work pretty much so yeah. that he could work. So she just hasn't worked in a long time. And she's yeah. just been sitting at home with her kids being vegan. And probably collecting a lot of interest on that cash. Honestly. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, good for her. See, this is what you should have done. Been collecting Lisa. interest, Lisa. Interest, interest, interest. High interest savings accounts. Oh, protect God. your interest. do we have to take care of everybody even the people that are richer than us i, I don't get this i i don't even get a check for this send me your lisa i'll take a fee but send me the money send me the cash and i'll take a fee yeah. i'll scam you okay so this is an episode full of kind of like small little choppy vignettes but I feel like it shows a lot of these women's personalities. I feel like this is what we're kind of missing sometimes in the new ones is these little, because they film so much, these little scenes where you see kind of who the countess really is well, as they interact all, with different people. Yeah. And this is all stuff they would actually do. Right. And I like feel now like, they're like, you're going to go get pedicures in tree houses. Right. What? <laughs> right. Why? It's really just following their day. And mm -hmm. what they really is on their schedule. Like, where is Lynn Cuff getting an eviction notice? I need to see more of that. Like, I need to see just the mail come to your house. Exactly. <laughs> and so we start out with Ramona, Jill, and Luann, and the Countess, and they're going surfing. Iconic scene. Everybody remembers the scene. Jill comes, and she's dressed. In like Maud. Yeah, like, like Maud in 1970s clothes. She has a full setup. Me. I would have been full setup. I'm Me. always prepared. Oh, um, dressed as Maude and uh, her and Ramona are there for emotional support mm -hmm. um, and the Countess and Bethany are you know, they doing good they're doing they're doing good they're learning the lessons um, 
I expected them to be a little bit better, but you know, surfing's hard. The surfing is hard. I, I, I Jill just doesn't shut up, and she's, uh, <laughs> she was I like, hear you. Bethany's like under the water in the ocean, right. and she's like. I you need some water. <laughs> and she's like, she's and see, that's what happens. It pulls your leg out of the socket. <laughs> see, it's attached to her foot. Like, it's so dangerous. Her. Yeah, it's just like insane. And then they like get out and um, Bethany has to pay for the whole thing. 125 each lesson. Lou literally Bolts. disappears like a ghost. Right. She She's over- Patrick Swayze and she literally <laughs> She no said, Demi Moore, pay for this. Uh, yeah. You Luann's gone, all you see is a ceramic pot. <laughs> and and a visage of Whoopi Goldberg in the background. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's shocking. Shocking. Um and, and she's like, I'm the poorest one and I'm always paying for everybody. And she's and Luann apparently asks her for a lot of drinks and it's her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it is so Luann though like it's so just Luan. so Luann she never feels guilty for no and then she used that money that she um saved by not doing that to pay for Rosie to arrive five minutes five minutes extra she's on like, the no, jitney on the chip what's a jitney the jitney is what Sonia always takes okay like, that's the, the boat bus. That the bus yeah, yeah no yeah. the bus yeah 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 that's what I'm talking yeah where she wears the, the jitney so she paid she she was like no I paid for her to get here five minutes early Luann could not do laundry for five, for five minutes. minutes she absolutely <laughs> could not wait at all no um uh with uh, Luann just breaks it down and goes without Rosie we cannot be a successful family <laughs> I was like, she's she's totally right. So and I love that Rosie comes in and looks yes. amazing and lost so much weight. And she looks so like, good. Her hair oh was done. God, how did you lose so much weight? You look so good. What did you do over there? And but does not let her answer. Yeah, just keeps talking. No, you must talk. be so exhausted. You must be jet lagged. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how great you look. <laughs> so here's the laundry room. Get started. <laughs> yeah, she was like, she she. <laughs> It, first there was a new animal and then she oh. said then she said she said and then Luann was like complaining about it and Rosie was like did you do this all yourself and she was like well there were two other cleaning ladies but I did everything myself yes. <laughs> two cleaning ladies yes uh, um, and then she said I just love that in the same breath that she said Rosie you must be exhausted she's like let me show you the laundry <laughs> gives her 55 to do it was and she's, I'll let you get I'll let you get organized. That that's Rosie's for. She's like, it's okay. You must be exhausted. How about you just do laundry? That'll be less taxing. That's the only thing I haven't had done in thirty days. So here's all the laundry for thirty days. Ridiculous. Uh, and then this was also strange. Noel fractured his leg, so they bought him an ATV. <laughs> okay. Right? I was okay. like, um, does one in a cast need an ATV? Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, so we bought him an ATV. He's uh, like going on the tennis court with his ATV. Yeah, yeah it was like, like hitting every, hitting every ball. <laughs> Ramona's over there. Um, and then uh, I, I felt so bad for Rosie. She has like Stockholm Syndrome. She like brought them all presents. Oh, I was like, why are you bringing these rich people God. presents? So, and Luann especially was like, where's mine? Yeah, and she got her a bracelet. Like, it was so what? nice. I, I, yeah, and nobody got Rosie anything except for a fit, new fish to take care of in a laundry room. A huge heap of laundry. <laughs> right. And then we go to Jill, Ramona, and Luann at lunch. Um, Ramona, 
gets there and she starts the conversation by saying, bragging about Mario. On, and she said, Mario ate ass playing tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't know what that meant. Um, apparently that's that he did really well. It was just a strange thing to say. And then we get into this whole conversation about Victoria going to boarding school. And I saw both sides of this conversation. And I felt like, you know, Ramona, very Ramona did. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I guess I see both sides. I just... I understand, like, both parenting styles. Like, I yeah. understand why you're absentee. like, why would you sit absentee mom? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, also, I, 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 Ramona's one of those people that's worried by things that are none of her business. Okay. She doesn't. But I thought it was annoying that Jill said that because Jill is the most worried about everybody's life. Oh, yeah. No, it is annoying. Well, Jill and Ramona are kind of a lot alike. That's why they don't get along. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, And and you know what? Ramona had a point. I think what happened was Ramona used the kids to insult Luann. It wasn't really about the kids going to boarding school. She just thinks that Luann's an absentee mom. So. And she's not wrong. This is when they were all trying to keep together that Luann was clearly out on the town every night mm-hmm. banging other guys. Because you, <laughs> you can see it later. And, um, and you know, that's her prerogative. But I mean, remember last season when Luann goes to leave and Noelle's like incapacitated crying. Like, yes. please don't leave. <laughs> You're gone every night. And she's she, like, oh, never. What? 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 My 55 statement necklaces can't sit in a closet. <laughs> Noel, people have to see them. Mommy's going out for a drink. Go learn statement your- name, st- Statement necklaces are meant to make statements <laughs> in public. I can't just wear these statement necklaces around you. You don't even appreciate them. Rosie, yeah. Rosie, you Rosie take a great away. Life. Rosie, take the boy away from me. <laughs> Look at him be dramatic. Um, oh and, 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 you know- Ramona did keep going. She just kept harping. And then uh, uh, Jill's talking about her uh, charity creaky joints for Allie, who has arthritis. And then she invites, she was like, and you know who's good? That Alex. That Alex, she does great graphic design. You remember that one invitation? And Ramona's like, I don't want to be associated with anything they're at. Because she's still in that point where uh, uh, Avery almost got kicked out of school. So she doesn't want to associate with them at all. And she says they have strange, bizarre behavior and they make her skin crawl. And then, it w- was it Jill that said, well, people tell me that they're creepy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, I think you tell people that they're creepy. Uh... Oh, and then, God. and then, and then finally Ramona agrees to do it. And she goes, you know what, Avery, she has rheumatoid something, something's going something. on. Here. I'm like, does she, does she, um, she's like, I don't really have time to take the girl to the doctor. The driver takes her, but she tells me afterwards that I have rheumatoid something. Rosie takes her. Right. Rosie takes all the kids places. <laughs> um, and then we go to Countess Jill and Bethany having a one day detox boot camp. Um, and they were doing intense, uh, cardio and Jill was dying. That's pretty much how that happened. Yeah. And the trainer said no cursing. I feel like that's half of working out. if not more. That's, I yeah. literally, every I would have been out of there. You would have, I would have been road runner and I would have been gone. Yeah. Every day mm-hmm. I work out on my lunch break and I think that my neighbors are going to call the police because I'm screaming curse words the entire time. Oh, same, same. I hate nothing more. Um, and then we go to, uh, a, 
part of the rental house agreement with the masseuse slash clairvoyant Gina. Is, is that you get not just massages, but multiple treatments. I needed to know the price of this home. Like, Seriously. What, <laughs> they got this on the Groupon for sure. <laughs> right. For sure. I think she just did it to get a, get on the TV show. I yes. did. Um, and then she instantly puts Alex and Simon in the sauna chokey. She closes that little door that they're both shoved in. And I was slightly terrified. It was terrifying. And then she donned those huge rubber <laughs> in the toilet. But she's giving uh, Simon a body wrap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I ever had to keep clean, I, I mean, give Simon a body wrap, I would also clean the toilet at the same time. They're of the same caliber of duties. Absolutely. Like it's, it's like, oh God, here we go. Got to give this creamy, this creamy, strange looking Australian uh, a body wrap. Let me clean the toilet while I'm at it. You know what I mean? I guess she was cleaning the toilet while she was cleaning the toilet. Two birds, um, one stone. Yes. And I love that Simon's whole story is trying to justify that he's not gay. He's like, I've had so many spa treatments. Never had Ten a- 10 years more than Alex. Never had a durple wrap though. And I was like, I feel like a wrap's a pretty basic spa treatment for somebody who's so yeah. advanced. Seriously. In the spa world. Um, but it doesn't make you gay to get massages. And I was like, I don't think anybody said it did. Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> who said that? Nobody even said that. Um, and I mean, it was just such a strange scene. Seeing Alex have conversations with anybody is awkward. Like, she just makes me physically feel so uncomfortable all the People time. People say they're creepy. <laughs> People say they're creepy. Cut to Jill and 50 scenes saying, I think they're a little creepy, you know? People say, also just calling people adults, calling other adults creepy. It's it. funny. It's funny. They are creepy. And I would love Alex to be do a girl's trip. I think Alex on, the, I think they should send them to Australia and they yeah. can just grab Alex on the way. I think she would be the worst and the best. You'd have to put her with, I mean, put her with, I think put her with maybe she got along at the end with the brunettes. So Kelly and Bethany. Oh, no, that wouldn't work. Um, and I just don't. Kelly didn't like each other. She was no, with. They did. She was with, it was the brunettes yeah, versus so the blondes. Yeah. It was Ramona. Get her a Pinot Grigio right Get her, now. Yes, it was Ramona, Sonia. Put her with Sonia. Sonia yeah. is a good landing point for anybody. She makes you feel at home. It's just who she yes. is. And then we it's go to the- and Welcome then, to the, my trailer. <laughs> people who live in trailers can be welcoming. Um, and then we go, the whole rest of the episode is fucking at the Hampton Classic. Just chopped up into weird little pieces. So we go to the Hampton Classic with Kelly. She ha, she sold her horse. And now she has a horse on lease. But they just don't have a cosmic connection. Um, and Kelly fell the day before. Um, then she's trying to act very casual and very cool. And making those weird noises that she always makes. And then Kelly falls again. I hurt my finger. I hope I can still I hurt my finger. Um... <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Kelly is the Vivian of Housewives. I literally would rather have a woodpecker drill through my brain than watch Kelly's scenes. She has no charisma. And she makes me uncomfortable. Like, people should say she's creepy. She's always, like, giggling. Like, Hi. slowly. 
You've got her going, hi. And then you got Jill going, hi. <laughs> oh my God, Lua, when she was here, like, you know how kids tell, retell stories over and over? She oh. always says, Titi, I came to Titi's house and Matt came and got me at the airport after my airplane. And then I got to Titi's house and Titi said, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you have your own high. You I'm like, oh my god, roasted. Hi. She must have loved said, it. Yeah. She must and have now loved it. Every that. time Hello. she FaceTimes me, she goes, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. You should do you should now start saying it like Jill. Hi. Surprise. Hi, or I'll go, hi. hi Kyle. Hi. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she said, yes, please do the hi. The Alaska, so that she starts doing it. And TT said, Hi! Hi. <laughs> and oh then God. we go to Luann teaching Victoria and her friends about manners. Mm-hmm. Nothing made. AKA Victoria's going away party. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Luann is the worst teacher. She is so condescending. So the she, worst. She, she was like, so Victoria asks good questions, and then the ones that she was prompted to ask by Luann. Um, and, then, and then she was like, um, she was like, so what you do if you don't like the food? You move it around on your plate, eat lots of bread so people don't think you have an eating disorder. <laughs> I was like, uh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and then she told this great story about how knives were made round in 1776 because people used to stab each other at the dinner table. Um, by the French, the French made them round. And then she like brought down Victoria. She was like, some people chew with their mouth open. Um, and then that other poor girl that like put her elbows on the table and like she kind of just like she beat her with everybody. a bamboo stick. Right. <laughs> she was like so rude to everybody. And then she spilled food on her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and these poor girls were invited <laughs> to make a going away party. And then she roasts them on camera. Yeah. With etiquette. <laughs> she truly embarrassed all of these 12 year olds. I was like, wow. Like, she brought all of them down. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you and know I she think... likes to take down teenagers. She Remember? loves. <laughs> That's she why she makes it. Noelle cry every night. <laughs> when she did her charity, and she was like, well, losing weight's the easy part if you want to be a model. Like, huh? Oh, God. She's evil. She was like, it's okay. You're large, but you can do it. You can do it. You can lose weight. She's like, just don't look like you have an eating disorder while you do it. Okay, honey? Elbows off the table. Um, And then we go to Bethany and Jill going to the salon because they're getting ready for the Hamptons tea party. party. Um, And then Brad comes in dressed like Cowboy Jesse. Um, It was really uncomfortable. Uh, It didn't... I thought at first... I it was themed the scene. like a John Wayne theme. I don't think it was themed. That's no, the unfortunate part. No, that's what I part. thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yippee, okay, yay, like right, right. Some sparkly cowgirl boots, and then we get there. Yeah, like sassy saloon themed. Yeah, I what? gotcha. Yeah, Did like Brokeback Mountain cowboy kid. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. Like no theme. He just, I mean, literally terrible bonkers. taste. I mean, we knew that because of the way he redesigned Jill's apartment. But. Pop. The pop chairs will always <laughs> live in my mind. Whoa. The tables. Uh, also, Jill, run that mouth and tell us what happened between you and Brad. Like, I just don't understand. Like, Jill talks all the... Why? Why can't she did something. tell us what happened? You think so? 
I think that I think he was probably wrong too. But I think that it's either something that she's embarrassed about, you know, like. I was wondering maybe it had something to do with Bethany. Oh. Maybe he talked to Bethany. Maybe they went out to dinner or something. I don't know. When they were in the middle of all of that. In the feud, yeah. Yeah. I think you're... Or something with the press. He went and said something. I, I, I thought so too. I think he did something very wrong. But I, I just would like to know. Like, tell us, she'll let us know. Maybe we'll find out on Legacy. I think she'll definitely be on Legacy. So um, we'll see. And then I hope if... those extensions are not on reg- Legacy because, <laughs> wow. I love that she was just cradling that. I was like, that was $500? No. I think it's a little too much hair spray. (laughs) It was literally. It looks like like when you pull out of the drain after you shower. She's she's just crinkling it in her hands more. And they can wash it. They can wash it. Also, like, give me a picture of what your hair looked like at the end of that. Like, what? how much was it teased? And did they use this? Like, did they actually wash it and put it in your hair? I need an update. Right. Uh, there was squirrel and moose in her hair there that night. It was mm-hmm. everything. Um, and then, so they're getting ready. And then Luann shows up to the tea dance. They're there. And I don't know what about that outfit, but to Bethany, it said complete fag hack. I mean, she looked ridiculous to me. She, I didn't know what she was. She looked headbands. like mom. <laughs> she looks like mom. I, I don't know what anybody was wearing. Everybody else was dressed normally. It yes. was bizarre. It's like those, but it, that's such like a privileged white bitch thing that like you're so far removed. You're like, oh, the gays will love this. Like, <laughs> yes. Ma'am, yes. It's not wrong. I mean, Luann has to attract the gays. So she, she is tall. She's got those glasses. But we didn't really see much of Luann. Bethany was hitting the dance floor hard. And While insulting like everyone and well, saying like every uncomfortable, ignorant cliche you can say about oh. gay people. Oh yeah. It was no. awful. For sure. Uh, but she specifically did not want Brad to touch her and then let that man that she did not know touch her everywhere. I was oh like, my gosh. That like in the middle of the, that I know. I was like, wait. She was like, Brad, don't touch me. Brad clearly makes her uncomfortable. Um, I, I think always... that it's like a, a competition thing, like her and Brad for yes, Jill's I agree. top spot. I agree. I and, and and Jill doesn't like Brad half the time, so you know exactly. She, she's talking shit about him. I always wish we could get a little taste of what music they're actually listening to. Yes, but it did look very hot. It looked very hot. To me. I mean, it's the middle of summer, of course. Like outside. Yeah, I would have worn a bathing suit. Yeah, I, I thought everybody was overdressed and I would have enjoyed knowing the theme a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. And how we can learned, he be gay and not How can he be gay and not dance, right? And da- he's a bad dancer and he's gay? Wow. It was like, wow. Impossible. Like, she's the worst. Bethany says, like, watching them all back because, like, obviously Luann is says the most horrible things. Luann and Ramona both like say very horrible things. I think Luann might be the worst, honestly, um, with all of her like Native American comments and all of that stuff. But and her Diana Ross uh, blackface. But Bethany says a lot of terrible stuff too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bethany just always says it in a joking way. So she gets away with it, especially in that Mm -hmm. time. But I mean I do think that, like, Bethany had to get herself off that show or she probably would eventually get canceled. 
Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, she, she knew her limits, mm-hmm. knew her limits. So um, then we go to Ramona and she comes to see Kelly at the classic and Ramona gets a taste of her own medicine because nobody can out Ramona, Kelly, uh, Ramona, like Kelly, mm-hmm. Kelly completely ignores her. Not even eye contact. And Ramona's standing outside and Ramona is so offended. She's in full derby gear. Derby gear. Full derby gear. Um, Then Kelly goes and she's standing there and then Ramona tries to interrupt. And then Ramona tries to act like she's not offended. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. Like talking to herself. I get it. Yeah. Oh, I I get it. Absolutely. Like, yeah. She's like talking herself off a ledge. (laughs) Then Kelly performs and then Kelly comes back. Hi. Like crazier than ever. Um, and the thing is, is that the way that Kelly has conversations with people is always just small talk. And it just makes me uncomfortable. She's just waiting for the next better person to talk to. She yep. never has like deep conversations with anybody. It's just a fun food, gummy bears. It's just fun. Like that's fun. That's artificial sugar is fun. Fine if it's fun, but you know, um, it's just gummy bears. Uh She's just completely nuts. If that didn't make sense to you, that's because it's Kelly. It yeah. doesn't make sense. And then um, she's in the zone. That's what Ramona goes. She's in the zone. Um, and then we go to Russell Simmons' garden party. Um, the Art for Life party, which seemed pretty cool. Yeah. Everybody was dressed up. It kind of reminded me of, I think, season three, maybe season two of, of Beverly Hills when uh, they do the, uh, the Maloof Hoof party. Yeah. And she has all those people dressed up too. Oh my gosh. And the trees. Uh-huh. And then Jill shows up in purple and makes Bobby wear purple. Um, and acts like everybody else was supposed to wear purple, but nobody else was in purple. Like not even, even the other guests. So Mm-mm. I think Jill just read it wrong. <laughs> as usual and she criticized everybody else for not doing it right she was like i don't know why anybody else nobody else is dressed up that alex made those invitations say (laughs) (laughs) they're creepy okay uh people say that people say they're creepy and then mario is allegedly number three ranked in the top in the people that are over 55 years old um that's impressive yeah, I, I wonder great. how that stacks up. Like, do you ever go to like the U.S. Open? Do you have to be like number? Like, when do you go from amateur to professional? Yeah, Shock. I don't know. I don't know how that works either. Um, but then they get into this Mariel and Ramona. I also would think that Mario and Ramona are trying to scam them. And Ramona says, because Mario's trying to give Jill a partner and Jill wants to pick her own. And then Ramona says, Mario is a moral stand-up man. (laughs) And he'd never try to scam anybody Mm -mm. while she was being scammed. That must be hard. No wonder she had to wear macrame and cry for so many seasons. Mm -hmm. How embarrassing for her. (laughs) It's just so embarrassing. Oh, and then... then, I truly, like, honestly, I just watched that season. Well, I guess I've watched all of them, you know, but recently. But, like, I'm watching season 10 where she's, like, in the second year of her divorce. uh, She's acting like a psychopath, um, even more than her normal behavior. But I really do feel so, like, it's, it's... Shakes me to the core. There she are... waited until she was 37 to get married. Yes. On the track of marriage. She built her empire. And she really did think that she got it right. And get it wrong would really. 
it is, I have to say, there are a few people in a marriage, I think, that get as duped as Ramona got duped. Yeah. Because I think that she had never been more into him and he had never been less into her. And she had no idea. No idea. No idea. I I, I think there are very few times when somebody has as little idea as Ramona did. And she Teresa when she before she went to jail. Well, you know, I think (laughs) Teresa doesn't know a lot of what's going on all the time, though. That's true. That's true. Ramona usually has everything figured out. So I mean, yeah, also so, like on national true. television, the way he did it was so embarrassing. It is shocking to she me. Took she took him back. Right. It's so shocking to me that she can be so friendly because I would never be able to get over that. No, me too. Especially like in the public eye, things like that. Like I couldn't casually just eat dinner with you all the time. No. It, especially because Avery was older and it wouldn't have been necessary. Like yeah. they it's not like you do it for Avery. Like on it, it they do, but it's just it's, that's wild to me. But you know, everything that Ramona does, she's an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in wrapped in, you know, misinformation. Ignorance, yeah. Yes. She fucking comes up the, the governor comes up. Who is blind? Governor Patterson. Governor Patterson, who is blind, Legal and course. Ramona tries to um, outblind him. Outblind him, like uh, Kristen Wiig on SNL. I think I'm a little bit more blind than you. Actually, Ava. how many fingers am I holding up? I can't even see your fingers. I actually <laughs> today I am a finger. What are you doing? <laughs> actually, I don't even have fingers anymore. These fingers got cut off because I was blind. This little pigeon went to the market. <laughs> It was shocking. And that poor blind man just sat there and was so gracious to her. And then Jill is me, like dying. Like, but with me, if I'm there, she doesn't drink. But if I had had a drink, I would have had to leave. Like that would I have just been tackled her. So like, you know, sometimes you just have to really physically remove people from the situation. Right. Yes. She, I, I would have said she's blind and she's had a serious head, head trauma. So we got to mm-hmm. get her out of here. She's she really was just old. hit by a foul ball. <laughs> she has the Kehoe syndrome. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's going, Mario it's hit her rant. with a foul tennis ball. <laughs> Getting that number three ranking. Knocked her right in the gourd. She needs to go to Dr. Sharon Giese immediately. She needs a treatment. There's something going on here. Um, Then we go back to the Hampton Social to end this. Um, And it's Victoria's Day at the Hampton Social. It's Jill, Bethany, and Allie. Um, They're there. And they go to meet Luann and Kelly. And they're all there to watch Victoria. Um, Except... I'm here and he isn't. Um, yes, the count doesn't come. Also known as Shugzy. <laughs> you missed like, miss a riding Shugzy. So Victoria doesn't do well, who Luann calls his Peach. She's got her daughter Peach and her husband Shugzy. Um, but I had to also, this is where I thought things were a little strange. She was like, oh, that must be Alex. So she pulls her flip phone out at the beginning of their conversation. And then she's like, oh, that's not Alex. And then closes it. It seemed weird to me. Just seemed like a weird thing. Could have been anybody. Just seemed weird. Um, and then Alex calls afterwards and missed it. And we don't know why he's not there. Like, and she's calling and texting him the whole time. Right. Before. Like, was he at home before? Where, where was he coming from? But Shugzy missed it. And she's pissed. Mm-hmm. She's pissed. And everyone's shocked because it never 
lets them see her sweat. You know, she acts like everything's perfect. Everyone's, everything's wonderful. And she really went off on the couch, on the phone. And then after she hangs up, did you notice when she was talking? Yes. How those Euro- you, you know how those European men are. Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Lucky bitch. Yes. I loved that. I, I love that because it's the end of this season that they announced their divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved just seeing that little glimpse. And then we're going to go right back to can- uh, Countess. Mm-hmm. Oh, back to the Countess. So that was it. Um, who was your saint in the center? My saint was obviously Rosie. Um, she deserves all of her due after <laughs> jet lag doing laundry and mm-hmm. basically, you know, just being chained to that, po- that house. Um, right. Poor woman. The only time that she gets out of the house is when she's strapped to the back of Noelle's ATV. So <laughs> right. It's rough. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I I was going to give mine to Rosie, too. But I had to give mine to that poor girl that got criticized by Luann that was sitting next to Victoria. Because I just felt like, you know, like last season we had the, the you work Ramona, that girl mm-hmm. who was a star, who had a yes, great moment on Becky. television. And Becky, and then the, this Becky here beside her came on TV thinking that she was going to go to a party and she just got insulted by an adult. And I just think that she deserves some sort of accolade for that because I had to be incredibly She deserves some reparations. <laughs> yes. Um, and then my center would have been Shogzi. It was absolutely Shogzi. To have a name like Shogzi and Disappoint, just not okay. Yeah, that's Shogzi. Um, I got diabetes for nothing. <laughs> Uh, my center, I had so many. There was so many. Well, this episode was something. Yeah, Luann, the laundry killer, uh, uh-huh. and the Van Helsing's massage sessions was, yes. was just really, really creepy. Rough. Actually, I kind of already blocked those out. Those were really creepy. Creepy. And I don't know how many times you have to tell me that you hate going to the Hamptons and it's work and you got to go to St. Barbara soon. Like, yeah. I'm like, quit telling me that. Stop repeating that. Well, guys. Next week, we go on to another great episode of New York, one that you'll all remember. It'll be good. We'll be here. Thanks for joining us. Stay blessed, y'all. Amen, bitches. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlists, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.